Yo, what's up? Doing my first podcast. Uh, my name is Lee. I go by Huey Riley 46 on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And as of right now, I want to talk about the field goal kickers of uh, the Green Bay game. And should they get fired, benched, not fired, but benched? And um, I really want to know, like, what do what do people think? Like, would that would that cause like a if they continue with their kicker, would that cause uh, an uproar? You know, later on in the season, whenever they have to, you know, f- face like divisional rivalries, and when they start getting into the to the playoffs, so. All in all, it was a good game. It was very entertaining. But they missed five fucking field goals after the two-minute mark, I want to say. Something like that. But, yeah, that was that was just crazy to me. And I was just wondering, like, uh, you know, did the kicker have a just an off day or an off night or whatever? And... You know, it just wasn't his day or, you know, is this uh, something to come? And what would you do if you was Aaron Rodgers? Like, would you trust your kicker or Matt LaFleur? Like, would you trust the kicker or would you put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hand? Um, If it's fourth and two or more. Like, that's a decision I think they have to come up with. Um, I watched the Dallas Cowboys game, too. I think that they are potential... I think they're a potential caliber team. Uh, If they can stay healthy, you know, it's the war of nutrition, if I'm saying it right. If they can stay healthy, you know... um, Dak has really came along, and I think he is a good franchise quarterback. Uh, Zeke starting to look like the old Zeke. Uh, CeeDee Lamb starting to break out. Michael, Michael Pollard on the defensive side, he, you know, he having like a dominant rookie year. And that cornerback, I forgot his name, but, you know, he's looking like Deion Sanders out there, bitch, or some shit. Uh, you know, they, at first I was just thinking, like, damn, when they going to play somebody good? And and then it's just like, you know, back, a back like, I want to say like a few years ago, like, shit, we were saying, you know, they were, they were struggling against all these teams, you know, so. Maybe it's time to start saying that the Dallas Cowboys are not playing nobody good and that they are just good themselves. Uh, who else did I watch this week? I didn't watch Tom Brady, but I see that he... And I'm not looking up no stats right now. Maybe I should, though, so I can, you know. But it's most of the games that I watch. Um, so let's see. I know Tom Brady threw for five touchdowns. But I want to see how many yards he threw for. 411. You know, is Tom Brady the GOAT, like, of every position, not just quarterback? And, you know, or was it a lot of that have to do with Bill Belichick? Uh, I know that... This that's kind of an old topic, but it's just like uh like really like do you think he would have won all them championships if he wasn't is he a system quarterback? That's what I'd be wondering, like when it comes to uh like the GOAT topic. You know, it just like not even just a system quarterback. You you gotta not even just a system quarterback or 
or the stats. You got to, like, it's my eye test. What do my eye test tell me? Like, is Tom Brady better than Aaron Rodgers just with my eyes? I think not. But it's hard to argue against seven rings. And then and then he still can put up the same numbers that Aaron Rodgers put up. It's almost like uh, Kevin Durant and LeBron. Kevin Durant, by thousands of people, are just way more better than LeBron as a scorer. Not as a as a player, you know, but people look at Kevin Durant probably like the best scorer of we ever seen, top three at least. And they just look at LeBron like he magic, you know, but they both average 27. And I think uh, Kevin Durant averaged like 27.3 and LeBron averaged like 27. No, Kevin Durant averaged probably like 27.7 and LeBron averaged like 27.3. So just because Kevin Durant is 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 known as a scorer, that, that don't mean that, you know, LeBron ain't no scorer. You know what I mean? So it's just like uh, sometimes the eye test don't tell it all. You know, but people still would, and sometimes I test do tell it all. You know, so it's just like uh, you know, people will say uh, if 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 nobody ever watched basketball, and they see them two stats with uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant, they'd be like, they wouldn't know who the best scorer. They'd be like, um, I guess it's the dude with twenty seven point seven. You know what I mean? Like uh. Cause I'm just going off the numbers, but if they watch it, it's clear you can you can say like, okay, he's seven foot tall. He shoot at a high arc. He can drive. He can put like put the ball on the floor and, and he quick. He got a very quick first step. You know, so sometimes the eye test tells tells the whole thing. But I think LeBron would go down statistically a better scorer than Kevin Durant. You know, cause LeBron gonna have the highest average ever. So back to the Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers, uh, who throw more accurate? I give that to a slight edge to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, even though I think Tom Brady throw very accurate, he got a nice touch on his. And um, I want to say Tom Brady. If I had to give Tom Brady anything, I'd just say, like, decision-making. That's what he killed uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, and his quick release. You know, I think he can read defenses better than Aaron Rodgers. But I just think, like, like he know how to adjust. It's just like Pay Manning-esque, you know. But I think his – I would say he have a little bit of stronger, stronger on than Pay Manning. But I think Pay Manning – um, can read defenses better than anybody. So yeah, um, yeah, that that was pretty impressive what Tom Brady did. Four hundred eleven passes and five touchdowns. You know, at that in his forties, that's that's unheard of. Uh, I just checked out. Uh, I didn't watch the highlights of the Lakers yet. Um, but I think Carmelo gonna have a. I think Carmelo is that missing piece um, that LeBron needed for the Lakers. And the fact that LeBron called him, like, that was just, and he asked him, he asked LeBron, like, do you need me or you just, you just want me to come? Like, do you actually need me? And LeBron said he need him. So, you know, I think uh, Carmelo is going to have a a pretty good, breakout on the bench season. Like, I think he can lead that second charge, and LeBron never had that. Like, even when he won in the bubble, like, that that second that second unit, like, he never really had, like, a, a breakout second unit, like, that can get him the rest. And I think that's very important if he gonna keep going at the level he going at his age. Uh... I think Rondo and Carmelo is going to do a lot of pick and pop 
Uh, I still think I think they're the best to win the whole thing. Like I just I just never believed in the the Brooklyn Nets. You know, uh, mainly because of the war of nutrition or attrition, nutrition, whatever that shit is. War of attrition. I think it's attrition. Uh, they never stay healthy. And then there's it's so many conflicts that goes on with them. Uh, I wouldn't know if they, you know, I wouldn't know if Kyrie Hart is in basketball. You know, like, just because somebody is born with a gift. You know. What's happening? What's happening? This is... They hold it in the road podcast where we talk about anything that's on the mind. We ain't got them diving into topics. We are all we doing is just going over some shit that's hot. It ain't got to be hot. It can just be on some shit like it's in the news, and we are not trying to read off a script. And I'm not throwing shades. But other than that, let's get it. The first thing I want to talk about today is Summer Walker. All right. I'm looking at Summer Walker album. And the reason I picked Summer Walker first is because I think Summer Walker is a very that artist. I don't like to just be on some shit like, oh, she's very talented and not did my research. I actually listened to her and I think she can make superstar level. She has the aura of being a superstar. You know. And what I mean by that is I just think she is a superstar. Like, she's, when I say aura, it just, she has that that it factor. Like she can go away for some for some time and make you be on some shit like, man, where the hell summer walk at? You know what I'm saying? And, and you just be on some shit like, damn man, why why summer ain't dropped? God damn. Like I connect to her. But she ain't dropped yet. And it's just like, you know, people that really is invested in music, they just be on some shit like, shit, where the hell are you at? Like, I want to connect with you. Like, I built a bond with you. So, she ended up dropping. And she put her... Okay, let's start off with the single. I don't have no notes or nothing in front of me, so I just look up the single as quickly as I possibly can. Summer Walker single. And what I can tell you about it is she don't like it and it's called X for a reason okay I don't have no correlations on that why she don't like it and it's called X for a reason and she broke up with London and yeah you do the math on that or don't do the math it can't it could be nothing a lot of well not a lot of people I got this from Joe Button and they would just I don't want to just throw the throw shit on him, but I'm just what I'm saying is I think and a lot of people think like damn London on the track is that nigga when it comes to producing. So it's kinda like shit, y'all two gonna have to grow up and just be on some shit like okay, we had a kid together and and shit, we done got them we came to this point like maybe we were just meant to have a kid together. We we never was uh we never matched each other. We was attracted at a point in time. Maybe we ain't even attracted to each other no more. But it's just like we had we got a kid together. Okay, so let's put that aside. Alright, bam. But guess what? I know it's man and woman relationship, but guess what? Let's put, you put your testosterone aside and she put her, damn, I forgot what it called, estrogen aside for a woman. 
and we make beautiful music. Let's come to a common ground so we can make beautiful music. And that's the thing. And it surprised me because it's a it's a female. Cause most of the time it be like uh testosterone against testosterone. And that's basically saying man against man. And it's saying like shit. Yo, my ego won't let me make music with you because you fucked over me on this contract. Nah, nigga, nah what? Nah what? You think that goddamn I'm just about to goddamn put out some fire shit with you, but I don't fuck with you? No. I'm not about to do it. I ain't about to fuck with you goddamn so both of us can blow up. Hell no. Nah. I'm also shit like shit. I'd rather not blow up with you, my nigga. I'd rather both of us fuck around and goddamn... I'd rather both of us just fail instead of both of us blow up. Because that's just what the ego do. You know what I'm saying? Like That's just like what the ego do. It ain't no no shit like when we first started it. Yeah, let's get it. This is what the world wanted. If I, I give you a perfect example. The Dr. Dre and the goddamn Rakim. Everybody was like, man, this shit can't fail. How the hell can this shit fail? And when it really come down to it, I don't even, I don't even, I might be too young to, to remember like what really happened with the Fern album, but I just know it was a difference in opinion. And I got that from Nas. He said it on one of, I think the album he made with Kanye, or probably the one before that, but, or it probably was one of the early ones, I don't know. I just remember listening to Nas' album, and he was like, Dr. Dre and Rakim, that shit is just like, it was just difference of opinion. And I took it for what it were. I just felt that Nas had fucking um, in-depth, like, he just knew what was going on behind the scenes. I just put it at that. All right? But anyway, so I see... Some walk ass, she got down. She put out some shit up in New York, I want to say. She put out some shit that it was on some shit like, uh, shit. You got a break. It's almost like some you going to CC Pizza and you have to break the glass to, to retrieve a prize. And that's, that's basically what it was. She was like, uh, not her, but it was her management team. They were just on some shit like, okay, we're trying to manage you and we need like something that's out of the out of the blue, out of the ordinary. Let's just say we dealing with some shit that we, we gotta find some kind of way to reach everybody for your your second album. Cause everybody know, guess what? Second albums flop. You never will live up against your first album. Ask 50 Cent. Ask Lil Wayne. Ask Nelly. And Nelly is a high-selling motherfucker. Ask Nelly. Ask... No, I can't say that about Eminem. Who else? I think you get the picture. You'll never live up against your first album. I don't know why. I got an insight of why. But I don't think it's true. My inside eye said real fast and keep moving. Hell, you put everything into your first album. Blase, blase. You put your life into it. That's what Jay-Z said with reasonable doubt. And I'm a firm believer. Jay-Z got two albums better than his reason, reasonable doubt album. But hell, people ain't going to let his ass say shit no. The black album in the blueprint, they ain't going to let it. They ain't going to let it be better than that. Hell nah. 50 Cent. J. Cole, well, J. Cole more of a... I say J. Cole more of a mixtape. I think he got a fan base. That's just me. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. All right, back to Summer Walker. Okay, she did not like her, uh, her single. She said it herself like... Okay, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast. He gave up a little bit of game. And what he said was, 
artist, I want you to recognize this. Your first single is a business. Basically, what he's saying is your management team and ours, producers, the people that hook you up with the producer, blase, blase. They just going to hook you up with what's hot. I don't care about if Summer Walker going through blase, blase with London, England, motherfucking Scott storage, blase, blase. I want this to be your first single. So if even if you are, I'm going to just give context to what I'm saying. Even if you are, listen to what she was saying. She sampled some 90s goddamn, um, she sampled like a 90s record. But what's the, I forgot the damn they played it on the damn Joe, Joe Ben podcast. It had the same bop, but she was speaking very toxic, like not toxic. She was just speaking like she just broke up with somebody, but it had like a very happy, uh, up tempo bop feeling, and uh, I think that's when you start noticing it's just be like okay. Damn, how much control do the fucking creator have? And you be like, damn. Man, I don't want to put brother on a on a on a goddamn on a scope, but the justice dude, whatever his name is, justice, whoever over her, why would you put that out as her single? That girl just broke up with London. And the name of the app, the name of the song is "He is an X for a reason." Why would you have that over a fast bop that is ready for the summer, my nigga? It's it's about to turn cold, nigga. It's cuddle seasons. People are at their most vulnerable uh, parts of their self at this time. I, trust me, I know. Trust me. Why would you put a fast bop like it's summertime? My nigga, put... You know how Summer Walker be crooning? Summer Walker croon, and she... And she make a... Even if she make a nigga feel like he ain't shit, niggas fuck with Summer Walker. So you just gotta play... You can't play the goddamn... I don't know, man. You can't play the industry game, man. You can't just put out a single and just be like, this is business, like Joe Budden said. This ain't just business. Summer Walker has a real core fan base. Just like NBA Youngboy. That girl don't... She don't need goddamn... A machine behind her. She has a real core fan base. So it's just like, let her do her. But you still put the machine behind her. Don't put out no goddamn shit that's way out of her element because all she know is pain and all she know is breakup. All she know is somebody doing her wrong. All she know is, is aban somebody abandoning her. Like, come on, man. You got a goddamn, I don't know. Who are y'all trying to appeal to? And it's sounding like I'm going off a of rent, but hell, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But... I listen to that girl album. I don't. I don't even like R and B. I'm just be honest. But some kind of way, I end up listening to it, and I was just like, "Man, this girl right here is. This girl is special. Like, if the right, if the right people can get behind this girl, I like this girl can be bigger than damn anything we ever seen. But the wrong people can get behind her ass, and they can fuck up." Don't be putting out no goddamn fast-paced ass shit when the sun is not about to show that much and, and we head into wintertime. That's my thing. Do not put all that shit behind that damn girl. That's just my only thing. Like, it's we going into cuddling season. Motherfuckers don't want to hear all them. We don't want to hear a bop. We want to hear either, I just got with you, don't matter how it was. I don't care if it was scandalous. I don't care if it was goddamn shit. It was just meant to be. I don't care if it was the right way. We want to hear some slow shit. Motherfucker want to sit by a fire pit. 
people don't understand that shit, man. Like, pe people change with the seasons. Whenever that sun don't show that much no more, you got to understand. A lot of motherfuckers got damn go through depression a lot during um, winter and fall. And they don't know it. So that just, you have to be ahead of the game, especially if you're a manager. Get the right people around you, man. Like, you got to be on some shit like, man, Summer Walker is good for crooning and making women speak their truth. That's just, whatever that song was, she talking about she just needs some dick or some shit. Like, that was, that was like brutally honest. Like, I was like, damn, that bitch is just straight up honest. Now, she was young as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I was like, damn, she brutally honest. Like, she just needs some dick. And I don't know the goddamn context behind that shit. Like, whatever she was saying in it. Like, what is she? What I want to know if you know, let me know. Like, what was she doing? Was she complaining? Was she agging a nigga? And, like, was she just on some shit? Like, uh, getting on somebody damn nerves and she just saying she just needs some dick? Like, I don't know nothing about women. I just fuck them. And sometimes I'm, I got a good goddamn chemistry with them. Other than that, hell, fuck it. I don't know nothing about women. I think she is attractive. You know. But... Alright, I guess that's all I got on the Summer Walker situation. Now, the motherfucking Lakers. This is a hell of a goddamn segue. Alright, I say about the Lakers what I'm feeling. Alright, I think this is the best motherfucking thing ever to happen to LeBron uh, and Anthony Davis. Because it's just like, my nigga, you cannot live off revisionist history. You have to be on some shit like, hey, this the NBA. Guess what? No boys are allowed. These are grown motherfucking men you going against, my brother. Guess what? I don't care if you got Anthony Davis. Motherfucking... Terrell goddamn Davis, motherfucking Baja Davis. You don't have to come with it every single time you step on this NBA court. Now, you got to understand what I'm saying by that. They thought since they, okay, see, they had a chance to get Buddy Hill. They had a chance to get Buddy Hill, and they chose Westbrook over. No, I wouldn't even say over Buddy Hill. They chose Russell Westbrook. Uh, they chose Russell Westbrook before the 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 last year season was over. So motherfuckers need to stop, goddamn. They need to stop with that shit. Like they just need to stop. Like talking about, um, you could have had Buddy Hill, but instead you chose Russell. No, they was following Russell Westbrook's wife before the season was over. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They were recruiting that brother uh, way before the season was over last year. So, Buddy Hill wasn't in the question. Now, me, maybe I can put on my general manager hat and just look at it like this. All them pieces they got, and this will fuck up. Man, I said this shit first. This will fuck up LeBron and Carmelo in the long run. They will trade whatever they have to get Buddy Hill. And the reason I say that is... The reason I bring up, man, I hate to bring this up with him and Carmelo is because... You see, the thing about Carmelo is... I think Carmelo is very naive. I think, like, he showed, I wouldn't say very naive, but, you know, he got, he older than me. But I'm just saying, like, in certain situations, I think he is, I think he put too much on people. Like, okay, let's just put it like this. He told LeBron, hey, man, you calling me, my nigga. Do you need me? Like he, like he said it like that. Like, 
do you need me? And LeBron like, yeah, I need you. He like, no, nigga. Do you, you just calling me because you need an extra spot on this to go and settle all this goddamn, this shit that we need with the goddamn free agency or do you really need me? And LeBron said, man, I need you. Come on, bro. That's naive. Same way with Chris Paul. He asked Chris Paul. He said, uh, hey, uh, Chris Paul. And I fuck with Melo. This is not no shot at him. I'm just saying. I just think he... I wouldn't say naive. I think he would put... I think he put too much into a person. Like he almost put a person on a pedestal just to be on some shit like... Bruh, you never put a human on a pedestal, bruh. Like, you, you're doing too much for me. Okay, the Chris Paul part. He asked Chris Paul, he said, uh, hey, bruh, did you know anything about, uh, who was with, with, the, with the Rockets? He said, did you know anything about me being cut? Chris Paul said, nah, I ain't know nothing about that. I, I'm just finding out like you did. He said, you sure? Because guess what? Our friendship is on the line. Why would you put my friendship on the line right now over some business, bro? Over some NBA business. That's my thing. Why, why would you put me on the goddamn line, my friendship with you, on the line over Houston Rockets business? Just think about what I'm saying. You saying, man, if you lying to me, bruh, me and you ain't friends no more. Bruh. I might, I might low, I'm not trying to be like on no shit like I'm a snake in there. But I might just be low-key being like, man, I never thought we needed Carmelo on some basketball shit. Nothing to do with his kid. I still want to bring my motherfucking son over to your house on Halloween. I just don't think Carmelo is the right small four I need right now. That's my problem. Like, now you can't be putting people on no goddamn, on no shit like that, like on a pedestal. You asking LeBron, like, hey, man, do you really need me? So now, okay, when you come in, you just jacking up shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you ain't worn nothing. See, now it's starting to sound like I'm just... I'm throwing it at Carmelo. But in reality, I'm just like, man, you ain't won a championship. So you don't know what it's like to put a, a full team together. You, you got a goddamn sacrifice. Man, a lot of it. LeBron didn't win his first year with Wade. Talent don't win it in the NBA, man. This shit, you got to come together. And in the goddamn NFL. This professional. All these motherfuckers paying bills off of what they do. That God blessed them with. They just do this shit way better. But guess what? They paying bills off of that shit. So you got to understand. These motherfuckers know this shit. Like. Carmelo. You going to still have to sacrifice. Like. And Westbrook man. Y'all got to understand. Okay. It's LeBron and AD. Them two won a championship all together. Already together. Don't matter if they did it in the bubble or not. Guess what? They did it. Let me put my ego aside. Guess what? J. Cole put out a song, man. Pride is the devil, bro. That's one of my biggest thing in the world to get over. Pride. That's my biggest thing. I pray to get over this shit. So it's just like shit. How are we going to come together and do a, a fucking... How are we going to put that Lakers team together? I ain't even Lakers nation. But I do got them like LeBron. Not enough to goddamn root for the Lakers or not enough to root for him. I don't care if they win or lose. Because sometimes I think LeBron need humbling. Somebody going to know who I'm talking about. The boy that was off the goddamn Phoenix Sun. He told him, bro. Hey, bro, you were just at home. Humble yourself. You were just, you were just cut. You didn't even know if you were going to be in the NBA. Humble yourself. This is the LeBron I like. I don't like this motherfucking A. I won. Let me smoke on a cigar. Let me goddamn bring your wife along. 
And I have my wife and we just living a good... No, nigga. Michael Jordan, Isaiah didn't like... I ain't gonna say didn't like him. Isaiah just put put that work on Mike. Grew his ass up. Larry Bird put that work on Mike. Grew his ass up. Magic Johnson put that work on Mike. Grew his ass up. Michael Jordan did not win in the 80s at all. Only thing he won was a motherfucking MVP. They were putting that work on his ass. All I'm saying is this. We can pray for whatever. I tell you what. Pray for this. Hey, God, humble me. No problem. I ain't saying this is what he's saying. I'm just thinking like this is how he is. No problem. I ain't got no problem humbling you. Everybody need to be humble. My nigga, stay humble. This is one of my worst things in the world. I don't give a fuck if, a, if the whole world was against you and you finally made it. When you make it, be humble. Be humble. All right. We off for basketball. What's hot in the goddamn... In the motherfucking culture. I'm going to try not to look at it. I don't do the... And then that deal with court system type shit. And they, this ain't no slight against nobody in there. Uh, I'm going to just try to see. I don't know if anything else is hot outside of sports. The Kyrie situation, I don't want to speak about it. My thing is, I'm with Kyrie. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, ben Simmons. I'm with Ben Simmons, honestly. Okay, let's just dive on to that. All right, Ben Simmons. And this was on my chest because I looked up to a lot of people, man. All right, man. A lot of motherfuckers, bro, they love to see, like, a fight or whatever. Or, all right, now that's the wrong way to go off of it. A lot of motherfuckers, man, they love to be on some shit like, that motherfucker punched me or shot me. Let's just say I shot you in. Let's just say I shot you somewhere where uh, it'll fuck you up for life. Let's just say I shot you in your spleen. Or let's just say I shot you, but it made you paranoid. I mean, not paranoid, paralyzed. Let's just say I shot you and you got paralyzed from that. And motherfucker be like, damn, man, that nigga shot that nigga, bro. Why you shoot that dude, bro? Not that nigga paralyzed. I be like, damn, man, that nigga slapped me in front of my damn goddamn daughter. Nobody seen that shit. What about, but as soon as he slapped me, goddamn, I got damn, by the time I got up out, off the table, we were sitting at the table, I got up. That's when they started recording. Now I'm the bad guy. Man, I don't give a fuck. Everybody saying that goddamn Ben Simmons. Let me tell you, too. I don't give a fuck that everybody saying Ben Simmons acting like a lad boy. Or he just got damn. I'm going to tell you, man, this is not the right way to handle it. That nigga is rebellious, man. I'm telling you. This coming from a nigga who is rebellious. He on some shit like, hey, bro. I ain't the most outspoken motherfucker in the world. Hey, check this shit out, my nigga. I am very rebellious, though. So that means if you don't like me, my nigga, I'm going to do every single thing I can. Everything I can for you to not like me. Oh, you don't like me? Thank you. Cause guess what? I never, I never was liked by anybody anyway. This is natural. This is my, this is easy for me. I'm going to tell you what's hard for me. I heard, I think it was a T.I. song. He said, uh, I've been hated on so much. Appreciation is a, is a crazy feeling. Something like that. Oh, it's natural for me, for you to not like me. Oh, shit. 
You gonna you gonna join that bandwagon or not liking me? Okay, okay. I'm gonna tell you, if it wasn't for his people talking to him, bro, and I don't give a fuck. Hear people talking to him, bro, but that shit don't mean that. Listen to me, bro. That nigga don't fuck with them sisters, bro. I'm telling you, dog, from somebody who got fire in their ass. Like, not literally. <laughs> I'm talking about somebody who got fire. It's almost like somebody that lit up a motherfucking match on their ass, bro. Inside of their body. Whenever somebody don't like them. I'm telling you, it ain't nothing more enticing. It ain't nothing more that will just make me fuck with the part that you don't like me. So, Ben Simmons had his people. Well, no, nah, he didn't have it. They talked to them people. Rich Paul. Nigga, you up there dating Adele and shit, nigga. Hell no, what the fuck I got going on, nigga. And he do handle shit good. I just don't like him dating Adele. I was jealous. I liked Adele. I wanted Adele, but hell, fuck it. Anyway, blase, blase. Now, why the hell do I need to goddamn suck up to the motherfucking Philadelphia Sixers? And Joel Embiid, no, not the Sixers, not the organization, the Sixers fans, Joel Embiid and Doc Rivers. Please, somebody tell me. Let me know right now. What the fuck I'm sucking up to them motherfuckers for? This nigga. Man, hey, bro, I was chilling, bro. I was chilling. Shit. I was chilling, bro. I was on some shit like, man. Shit. I missed that goddamn shot, man. I thought goddamn, um. That little buddy, that little buddy with the goddamn curly hair from Atlanta Hall, I thought he was about to goddamn script me. That's why I ain't dunked that bit on his ass. So I passed it. Shit, my bad, bro. Man, we got sweat. I mean, we out of the playoff. Man, hey, get wet. Hey, bro, I'm about to go into the goddamn offseason, bro. I swear to God on me. Everything, I'm about to work hard. Get wet. Nah. Joel B said, hey, man, shit. Hey, I ain't saying that. Hey. But they got there. It's somebody, man. Shit, it's somebody that sits ten on this team that fucked us up. Who? That played the point guard. Who the fuck said ten played the point guard? Let me look on this stat sheet. Let's see, goddamn. Oh boy, he sit ten. Shit, Al Huffman. Al Huffman, he still on the team. He sit ten. Him play point guard. Hold on. Sit ten. I know. I. Uh, that motherfucker talking about me. Hey, bro. What the hell you saying? I ain't saying shit. Get away. I'm too stuck in my way. Get what I'd rather do. I'd rather not deal with you. Bam. I ain't gonna deal with that nigga, man. You know what, man? Fuck that nigga. I got plans against his ass. Get what? Shit. I got plans against that nigga, dog. I'm playing against him. I'm gonna go on goddamn. I'm man why damn a railroad that nigga ass. I'm going to goddamn join somebody else. Steph Curry, you know, they, shit, they need somebody on the defense. Goddamn Draymond on. Draymond ass starting to get old. That nigga goddamn can ball, but, man, they had a nigga that can do what Draymond doing. He said 10. That nigga said 10, my nigga. Like, but he faster than Draymond. He taller. He faster. He played a point guard. And he can defend just as good as Draymond or better. But I can still keep Draymond or get rid of Draymond. Man, oh shit, I'm about to railroad goddamn Joel Embiid there. Man, heck on. All right, bet, 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 bet. Fuck it. I already know goddamn I can't come back to Finney. These goddamn fans, they crazy here. They like Alabama fans or they just like uh, young boy fans or they just like... uh. Anybody fans that just so biased to the point where they just don't got them. They don't see what you're doing. They don't care if you do it wrong or right. They with you. Man, shit. Fuck it. I'm going to just railroad Joel Embiid. Now, Doc Rivers come. Yeah, I don't know if we can win with goddamn Ben Simmons or not. Now, first thing I said when he said that, I said this shit. 
I said, man, I don't think he's saying that wrong. I honestly think he's trying to dodge the question. Man, that man took up for goddamn um, Ben Simmons the whole time. I really think he believed in Ben Simmons. I just think like he was he was so tired of the media, bro. I think that's a I think that dude meant well with everything he said. And that's what they picked up. And it, and I, I swear, if it wasn't for the goddamn um the sports commentators, um the yeah, I don't know who I'm talking about. The all the sports shows or whatever. I think Doc Rivers' comments wouldn't have been what they were. I think he was saying, you know, I don't have the answer to that right now, man. Can I please? I'm just, I have to answer these questions. So I'm just trying to say the best thing I can say. But I think, like, I think the momentum, sometimes shit just don't be meant, man. Like, I just don't think Ben Simmons is meant for the Sixers. Just like Shaq and Kobe was not meant to just pass Michael Jordan. Motherfucker can be, Charles Barkley especially, can say, man, shit, you and Kobe supposed to goddamn have more than, y'all supposed to have 12. No. No. Shaq gonna be like, uh, nah, we did what we supposed to did. We got three. They weren't probably supposed to win one. Or one at the most, and they got three. A lot. Of, they had so much shit going on, and I don't want to be on no revisionist history. But they just had so much shit going on. It's just like shit. Damn, they got three championships out of that, and they. I wouldn't say hate it. But they were just like, man, them, them two. Them two was was portraying as enemies. Not enemies like I'll take you out, but they, they just didn't rock with each other. And they got three fucking champions. That just lets you know how good they are. That's just that's just how good they were. And I lost my train of thought. Oh, Ben Simmons and, and um Joel Embiid. Yeah, man, it just You see, you you man, you see how you get humbled real fast. If you go to that Joel Embiid uh, when he was talking, the last thing he said, hey, man, we can't forget about Ben Simmons. He is our brother. Only thing I'm going to tell you is this right here, bro. You cannot treat a motherfucker who are rebellious and you treat their ass on some shit like, nah, nah, nigga. I'ma break your rebellion, my nigga. Nah, you gon' you gon' you 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 gon' you gon' humble yourself today, my nigga. Ain't nobody in this goddamn physical world can can humble a man. I'm talking about prison or jail. Only God can humble a man, dog, and that is real. Can't nobody humble a man. Once that man is set in his ways. Only thing that can humble a man is God. And God just going to put all the variables that's going to humble him. And what that would be. Experience. Trauma. Motherfucking. Um, just life. Just life. Anything that he going to see is going to be like, man, you know what, man? I would be an asshole. Or you know what? Whatever I, I whatever making me cocky on looking at that shit now, and it's just like, Damn. I'm looking at it from another lens. I ain't even had to be cocky right then. Only God can do that. You can't humble another man. You can't be like, hey, man, we ain't got time to babysit him. Nigga, you ain't got time to babysit me. Nigga, when did I ask about being babysit? You, oh, shit. That what you said? Oh, shit. Man, you don't know what that man going through in life, man. Like, that's my whole thing. That's still a man. Man, you don't know what that man going through at this time. You out there talking about shit. Man, I don't got time to babysit this nigga. Who the who? Wait, hold on. Who older? 
You know what I'm saying, bro? You out of line, bro. Don't worry about what I'm doing with this guy. And I'm just speaking, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Don't worry about what I got to do with this goddamn organization. First off, bro, you shouldn't even spoke out against me anyway. After a loss. And I know you dealing with emotion, but hell, I'm going to let you go with that one. And now you're going to throw goddamn, you're going to put the fire, you're going to, a nigga was just spraying me with water and I was burning. And you knocked that nigga out so I can't goddamn. So that nigga can't put the fire out on my ass. You just like, no, keep that fire on his ass. Shit. Who in the room? That's when we got to start questioning. Who in the room? You or me? You the one that keep poking me. Shit. Only thing I understand what people saying, man, bro, you still gotta put your big boy pants on. Blah, Zay, blah, Zay. Whatever I said, the name of this goddamn podcast was, that ain't it. We're gonna call this Blah, Zay, Blah, Zay. Shit. Don't talk to me like that, bro. I'm just telling you the truth. Do not talk to me like that. You don't know what I'm going through, man. And you damn sure ain't about to goddamn. I don't give a, listen, I don't give a fuck if you can whoop me. I don't give a fuck if you 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 just you don't give a fuck if you two foot taller than me. Bro, at the end of the day, bro, I'm a man. And I got testosterone. I got pride. That's why I always bring it back to a lion. People don't understand. When a when a lion takes a woman from another lion. He killed all they kids. And I'm going to leave it with that. I'm going to leave it right there. And I don't know if I got another subject that I just want to dive on. All right, let's see. I don't think so. I'm not the... I'm, I'm a hip-hop historian. I just haven't reached... I would say I reached a level, KRS one and Big Daddy Kane, but I haven't reached that level. What I'm saying, I listen to Rakim a lot, and I think that's the furthest I went. Other than that, uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. 